Welcome to Beer and Business. You've turned into the best podcast on the interwebs. We drop crafty knowledge on you every week about business, but we have fun and keep it real. And yes, we talk about beer. Because it's beer. So sit back, crack open a cold one, because learning is better with barley and hops. And now, introducing our hosts, the full-bodied philosophers. If he was to pat you on the back, you'd list it on your resume. It's Jake Mullins. And his beard never gets cold. It just sits there, staying frosty, waiting for him. Ladies and gentlemen, John Winnie. Folks, welcome back to Beer and Business. Today is Thursday, December 5th. This is Jake. This is John. And this is Darren. And today we are talking about how giving can grow your business. And I'm really excited to do this episode because we have just entered the giving season, boys. We have. We have. And I'm feeling very generous. Are you, Mr. Winnie? Always. (laughs) But before we get down to business... We always start with beer, and we don't have our beers ready. We actually need to get our beers out of the cooler and pour some frosty jailhouse beers. And while we're doing that, on Saturday this week, Darren, we went out to the first Friendsgiving craft beer festival in Douglasville. It was at the Fox Hall Resort. It was a blast. And while we're getting our beer, we put a little montage together, and we'd like you to listen to that. So I'm sitting here with a really big group of people. So what'd you guys think of the festival today? I had a lot of fun actually at it. It's great. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Good, it was good awesome. beer. Yeah. Good beer. Yes, it is very good. That's the whole reason why we came. It's a beer festival. How much beer have you drank today? At least 28 different kinds. Oh my God. She's drank 28 different kinds of beer. You, you are my spirit animal. So I'm standing here with Val. Val, you do like beauty stuff. Yeah, I do a little bit of health, beauty, and uh, fashion. And we got some fashion pieces out here today. You've got some really cool looking stuff here. Well, like you have a great eye. And so fashion always either needs a person who designs or has a good eye for it. Tried to put leather on me. Before. I did because I thought you look amazing in leather. And every strong man needs a nice piece of leather on the wrist. The idea of Darren in leather really kind of makes me nauseous in my belly, okay? So let's not do that again. So what do you think of the festival today? I thought the festival was amazing. The weather was brilliant, and the people were super nice. Um, Beer fest, you never know, but this happened to be very calm and chill and really nice people. What do you think? First year of the Friendsgiving Craft Beer Festival. What do you think? I love it. It's great. It's a variety of beer. Um, I'm favoring the cider. Um. <laughs> oh my God! I'm drinking the, the Christmas flavored cider. Is it the Grievance? The Grievance? Yes. yes I've, had, I've had like seven. Seven. I'm on one. I need to catch up. This is our first rodeo, so yeah. We're- oh, we're with professional drinkers. Well, you know what? Darren and I are Irish, so we're professional too. What did you think of today's festival? It was a, a beautiful day in the middle of nowhere, which I loved very much. It's a, a lovely landscape with wonderful top-notch brewers and some uh, other vendors, pretty little bracelets and such. Overall, 10 out of 10. Would highly recommend. And that was a lot of fun, Darren. Um, what a great crowd, wasn't it? Oh, my gosh. They were they were fabulous. I, 
the people were cool and there was a lot of volunteers that worked really hard to help out first year of a festival. And I'll tell you, I've been to a lot of craft beer festivals. Mm -hmm. This one's got a ton of promise. There was so much space out there. It was beautiful. Um, and it's already getting worked on for next year. I know. So hopefully we'll have some announcements to make on that soon. Um, I'm already building my pretzel necklace. (laughs) Yes. So <laughs> we're also going to be posting some, some recap videos. Um, they're not done yet, but yeah, that was a great time. And big thanks to, to our fans that came out to the show. We were actually there. Um, we had some technology, so we were doing all kinds of professional media. Is that what Is you that call what, it? <laughs> that's what we're calling we it. We had a video camera and a voice recording device. That's we were, amazing. We were walking on that. The audio clip that we did um, was, I mean, it was really loud. There was a band playing right there. So we yeah. oh, we got some decent audio, but yeah, it was, mm. it was a lot of fun. fun. And we are now here in the studio. We're not at a craft beer festival anymore. We are drinking some frosty breakout stout from Jailhouse Brewing, a delicious coffee, chocolate, roasty, perfect stout. Goes yes. so well by the campfire. Oh, it's, it does. <laughs> and folks, if you have not been to Jailhouse yet, you need to go. It's a great place um, in Darren. Tomorrow, I'd I'd like you to go to Hades. I'm going to guess because... <laughs> because tomorrow at the brewery, um, Jailhouse Brewing in Hampton, Georgia, there is live music with Hades and Tanner Merritt starting at 6.30. Do you like Radiohead? Yeah, I do. So they have a very similar sound, like really like trippy and melodic, and they've got a great following. So if you're not doing anything tomorrow night, go to Hampton... Hang out in the Watchtower Tap Room. Drink some of this delicious breakout stuff. They've also got a new one that they just released that I haven't had yet. Oh. It is Federale Especial. Mm. Hopefully, we'll be uh, trying that on the show here within the next Very week good. or so. We've had the regular uh, Federale. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. But um, yeah, you should definitely go out to the the brewery. And if you don't want to go out for an event, just you know, go out there and drink a beer. It's great. Yeah. Really, really good beer. Okay, so just we don't are... just don't drink twenty eight like the yeah. lady on. The... <laughs> I'm sure yeah, she felt and great let me tell the next you, day. I'm sure she did not. <laughs> and let me tell you, when she walked up, we could immediately tell she had tried 28 different well, beers. They were three ounce glasses now. So, okay. yeah, yeah, well, I don't think she was counting accurately either. Okay. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she she probably rounded down like you guys do when you're talking to your wives. Like, yeah, I had, I had two beers. Yeah. And they weren't two, uh, two beers. They weren't Miller Lights either. <laughs> right. So we are talking today about giving, and I thought this was the perfect time to to do this. You know, this time of year, you've got people that are celebrating Christmas. You know, I happen to, you know, I'm a Christian. I'm, I celebrate Christi- Christmas. There are some people that don't mm-hmm. believe in Christmas, but they still celebrate the holidays. But in general, most people are really in the giving mood this time of year. And so we wanted to talk about giving because... You know, we, if you were to hear somebody tell you, if you were generous and you gave a lot, it would be beneficial to you and your business. You'd probably go, yeah, that makes sense. Right? Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Giving back to the community, right? Yeah. But I think where we can help our listeners is we're going to take it a step further. We're actually going to go through some reasons why, so you understand kind of the science behind it. And also what it is you should be doing to give back. So it's not just kind of this nebulous topic. So that's what we're going to do today. Are you like now? Yeah, today here, right on the show. We're going to start that right now. Fabulous. (laughs) Fabulous. So the first thing that we're going to do today is we're going to talk about why giving is so important. 
And the first reason why it's important is, I don't know if you knew this or not, guys, but giving actually makes you happier. And there is science behind this. There are studies that shows that giving releases dopamine and, you know, actually makes you happier. Wow. And, you know, Darren, if you're happier and you're, you know, you're a small business owner, entrepreneur, that kind of helps you in many ways, right? It it does. It helps you in a lot of ways. I mean, it helps you when you're dealing with customers. It helps. your perspective when you're looking at your business maybe helps uh, some new ideas that you might have. Just think of the law of, of attraction, Mr. Winnie. <clears throat> Do you like being around sad people? No. Do you like being around angry people? No. Do you like being around happy people? Ding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Door number three, please. <laughs> Door number three. Yeah, it's a really simple concept, but it, it does. It makes you happier. And, you know, there's no uh, lack of stress in small business. And so anything that you can do to help, you know, drive your, your mindset, because mindset's so critical. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the first reasons why giving is so important. The second one, and it's very closely related, is that giving is actually good for your health. That makes sense. Well, if you're happy and you're less stressful, uh, your health is better. Right. So, and if somebody's giving me a beer... They're happier, and that I'm happy to receive it a lot. Yeah, yeah. So. I read a I read a study earlier this year, and it was earlier this year, so I don't remember the details. So don't send me flame mail. But I do remember reading that you know generosity and, and being giving, mm-hmm. you know, it reduces stress, and then therefore it can have positive impacts like you know lower blood pressure, um, you know things like that. So there's actually tangible. There's a, there's been studies that have been done that, that track this, and there's real science behind the fact that. You could live longer. You could be healthier if you're generous. So that's kind that's, of good. I like that. And, you know, we're talking about stress and small business. Well, you know, yeah. no wonder here's a way to reduce Teresa stress. lived to a hundred and... But you know what? Try oh, this. Well, well, all the times I'm, I'm up helping Jake fix something at his house, I should live to about 130, you know? You're a saint, Mr. Winnie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, no, it goes both I, ways. The papacy is waiting for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, you got to get fitted for that. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Anyways. Um, you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> before before missed, I started to, to envision Mr. Winnie as the Pope, and now I can't get that image we, out of my mind. We, you guys we're, missed we're me. We record outside we the studio in, in the free space and look at what happens to the podcast. I know. Yeah, we're in the, speaking of giving, uh, we gave up the podcast studio today. Yeah. So we're actually live on the floor of Launch and Go. So if you hear background noise today during the recording, that's why. And yeah. uh, my God, Mr. Winnie's back in the studio. Yes. Yes, I am. He's, uh, he's actually free today. So we're graced with his presence. But going back to my point, if you ever want to test this theory, you know, obviously being in business, you're going to be stressed. Mm-hmm. The next time you find yourself really stressed, stop what you're doing and do something nice for somebody. And immediately you'll see an impact in your level of stress. Positive impact. Yeah, positive impact. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's just make sure. It just makes you I was, feel I was thinking that was assumed, Darren, but well, thank you be. for clarifying. Just in case. Didn't you miss them, Mr. Yeah. Winnie? <laughs> okay, so the next reason why, so these reasons why we're gonna go through pretty quickly, and then we're gonna talk about really the how, which is the the meat of this this conversation. 
But the next reason why giving is so important is your network, your social network, your real one, not friggin' Facebook right, and okay. Twitter. Because I'm looking at the notes and I'm like, that doesn't really no, make no, sense. No, no, no. Okay. Your, your actual network of people that you know, your friends, it will deepen. It will grow wider and it'll, and it'll deepen. And that's really critical because um, I heard somebody tell me a long time ago that your network is your net worth. And it's really true. Um, you know, one of the, the overall themes that we're going to be talking about today in this is, you know, Darren, people do business with people, right? Mm -hmm. That they do. Um, I don't care how much technology has, has impacted us and has changed the world. That fact still remains. People do business with people. Yeah. So, you know, the more you're out doing, you know, things for other people, just by default, you're going to know more people and you're going to know them better. Um, the next reason why you should be giving and generous all the time is you're going to inspire people. So, you know, have you ever seen somebody do something so amazing that you're like, all right, I got to do more. Like Michael Jordan. No, not like slamming Michael. a basketball. No, dude, I'd no. love to see you get close to the rim. <laughs> you said somebody doing something amazing. I mean, when he leapt from the, you know, the foul, the foul line, foul line. Just, yeah. That was pretty amazing. But you're talking about positive. I'm talking about generosity yeah. and giving, something yes. charitable. You know, you see somebody give, like, you know, remember when we spoke to Vivia mm -hmm. Collins, you know, four-time cancer survivor. Oh, my goodness. And all the yeah, stuff that she's been that. through, and yeah. she's still as giving and as charitable as she is. Like, mm -hmm. I left there wanting to do more, and I did. And she has her aura, man. She was yeah. so positive. That positive energy is just like... It's, pouring out of her the whole time and you can't help not feel good being around her somebody <clears throat> like that so absolutely yes. true yeah. and so that's a really important thing you know inspiring others and you know lifting up a community it's not just about you it's not just about me it's not just about that one or two people we're helping it's what can we do to to strengthen the community so you want to inspire others and then the other why and this is the big aha this is the big reason that we're having this conversation but the the reason why this is so important is because not only are you doing something good but when you're out there doing good things you will get reciprocation and so people will reciprocate and provide support to you and your business if you're really giving it and happens. so that's why that's why we yeah and it, as we get in as we get into the conversation talking about how to do this you'll you'll see that it's really important to keep your perspective about this but you just can't help like you know Vivia a great example we we're just talking about her as soon as the podcast was over one of our listeners was inspired by her story and offered to do a photography session for her yep Leticia Andretti and she's in the Atlanta area so if you need headshots Leticia Andretti, we're giving her a plug. If you awesome. want to know how to get a hold of yeah. her, just reach out to us, podcast at beer.business. We'll connect you. She's awesome. She Yeah, she called me right after she had been listening to yeah. the podcast episode and called me right afterward and said, I want to take pictures. I want to do a photo session with Vivia. How do I, could you please put me in touch with her? And I put the two of them in touch with one another and boom, and it, it was great. There's great. been there's awesome. been other connections awesome. like that, but that's the whole point was she wanted to do something for her. And, you know, Vivia had never done anything directly for Leticia. Mm -hmm. They didn't even know each other. Didn't know each other, never met. And uh, now all of a sudden somebody is reciprocating, you know, that, that positive thing that she's done out in the community. And inspiration. So, 
It, absolutely. So I think at this point, you know, you're probably listening and you're, and you're saying to yourself, yeah, okay, that all makes sense. Maybe you didn't think it through the way that we presented it, but you know, I think this part of it is, is fairly common sense, right? It should be. Yeah. It, it should be. But it, if it's not, don't feel bad. You know, maybe you're like Darren and you've been, you know, drinking all morning. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. He's been, he's trying to get rid of this cold and you know how us Irish guys get rid of colds? Yeah. Whiskey. Yeah. Whiskey. <laughs> A lot of whiskey That's in right. the coffee. Little, little there primer. Yeah. Um, but the, the area that I see people get wrong is really the meat of this conversation. That is how to actually do this. And sometimes it's not necessarily that people don't know or they don't figure it out. A lot of times it's just missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. But we wanted to go through this this list and really help you guys understand. And, um, you know, this list may not be totally comprehensive, but I think we're going to give you a great place to start if you want to be more giving. And by the way, Darren, we're not just talking about doing this now. This is this should be something that is part of your your existence. Twenty four seven three sixty five. Yep, absolutely. And, and just oh, like and another beer, another Mr. Winnie is <laughs> Mr. Winnie feels so much better right now because he just gave Jake a breakout stout, and he's gonna feel even happier in a moment when he passes me a breakout stout. Please, oh, shouldn't you have be finish? Your, Look, boys, I did it right there. Look at that. But, um, you know, I actually poured a proper beer. And here's a preface, Jake, as to thank you so much. You're very welcome. Um, giving, and, and we'll go and I know we're going to cover the different aspects and how to give, but if you do it just because you're trying to build your business, if you do it for those reasons, people are going to know it. They're going to know when you're genuine and when you're not. Oh, and, absolutely. And I'm not saying that. If you're donating certain things because, you know, it's just you feel you you should, but it, you're not. There's a different mindset. You know what I mean? Well, that's that's the first part of this. So when it comes to how the first thing that you need to do is start with your mindset, heart and motivation. And what do we mean by that? Well, we mean that you have to get yourself in a position where you are truly giving for the benefit of others with no thought of how you're going to benefit. Right. At all. Don't do it just for a tax write-off. No. And that's a great point. Yes, there are financial benefits sometimes when it comes to, to giving money and being charitable in that way. Yeah. But you have to you have to believe in what you're doing just for helping. And that's it. And it stops there. And if you are doing things with that motivation in the back of your mind that, you know, I'm going to get something out of this then you, you've got some maturing to do. You've got you to continue to work on your mindset until that's not even a consideration. Mm -hmm. You really just have to do it for the benefit of others. And, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, that's hard. And you shouldn't feel bad if you, if you think about that because right. it's human nature. You know, there's, there's been a lot of times where I've helped somebody out and they never thanked me. They didn't do anything. And I'm like, I didn't get anything for that. Right. And then it's like, and then later on, I'm like, okay, I didn't do it to get something for it. That's a, that's right. a, you know, shameless. I'm, I'm ashamed of myself for thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. But we do it because we're human. So yeah. we just want, we just want a little gratitude for, for our yeah, efforts. I mean, every, and so every, that's okay. But every time I come up to, you know, Jake's house and help him out with something, cause you know, he needs guidance on something mechanical or something, but. And I usually something I, mean, I broke. I lo most of the times, <laughs> a soldering gun and a hairdryer can't fix. Most of the times, I'll get a beer, but then sometimes I don't. And I, you know, 
Some... He he stands at the window looking like a puppy. Close, hold on, like, you don't have any beer in there? None? <laughs> so I don't I try not to be selfish and just go up just for beer. Right. He, he goes up just to help. Yeah. And then the beer is a fringe benefit, is what you're saying. Well, you know, reciprocal. Yeah, I find that to be total bullshit, but thanks. <laughs> All right, fine. This is my me feeble attempt. Yeah. Okay, so All right, go ahead. It, it starts with the mind and the heart. You've got to mm-hmm. be doing this for the right reasons. Right. And we wanted to start there because that is so critical. And, and related to that is don't ever take credit for what you're doing. If you're doing any type of charitable work, don't take credit for it. And, I, and I'll tell you, Darren, and I'm, I'm sure you probably see this because we are connected to a lot of entrepreneurs here locally. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest no-no is posting it on social you know, you'll yeah. see people go out and it's like, oh, I'm volunteering selfie. Oh, I'm volunteering at this, you know, blah, blah, blah today. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Because you've already violated rule number one by doing that. Yeah. Nobody needs to know. And you might, and this might sound really counterintuitive, counterproductive, but believe me, we're not, in this case, we're not giving to get. We're giving and then the get part will just happen. People will find out. I mean, they, they actually yes. will. They will find out. They'll hear through the grapevine and let them be the ones to to give you those accolades. And they uh, and it will happen. It'll be like, yeah. oh, my gosh, I had no idea. You know, I, I heard you were out there and you guys did this or, um, at least, you know, but. So uh, I'll give I'll give an example that probably everybody will be able to relate to, you know, because, you know, probably everybody except Mr. Winnie's on Facebook. So. Well, yeah. yeah. You're still not on Facebook, so no. I can make that joke. Of course not. He's living under a rock. Oh. So you you see on oh, social some media. Some of us have to have real jobs. Have to work all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I'm getting sick in my belly again, guys. There it is. And it's Mr. Winnie. Um, so you, you're on your, your social and you see that one person and you all know who I'm talking about. That's once again doing something good for the community and posting it all over. And it, you're just like, uh, you just gag, right? I mean, you've yeah. all seen okay. it. I have. And, I'm and, gonna, and we I'm probably gonna, are thinking about some of the same people. <laughs> but I'm going to ask you a question. It, yes. Because it there there are positive reasons for doing that as long as you leave yourself out of the picture and say, look at me. Yes. If you're saying, hey, we're out here today or it was a great day to help out this cause and, and you're bringing awareness yes. to a cause, then that is that is acceptable. Or or if you want to thank somebody, and that's the only way you know how to thank them. Yes. But the best way to thank them is not in public, so it looks like you're trying to get something out of it. But right? now right. where it's like, look at right. me. Right. You know, right. Like, yeah, but, don't go out and take... And, it's, and it is a great point, Aaron. Yeah. So... But... but Now, I have a question, because you you're, you go to church. Yes. And you, John, do they still let you in church? Every once in a while. Well, you're probably a good Irish Catholic from Boston. Uh, I am. Okay, see? So when the donation plate goes around, do you go, I'm putting my, here's my $50 going into the plate. You don't call out how much money you're putting in there. You make your donation quite, I mean, that's even why they give you the envelope. Well, it's it's even worse now because I've set mine up to give online. So, so I just pass the basket <laughs> right by and people look at me like, look at this city. He never gives anything. Well, people look at me funny when I put in a 50 and take out 49 and change. That's Well, that's I mean, you got to you got to yeah. break it. Right. <laughs> it's good. It's just, anyway. 
Way to go, John. No, but seriously, getting back to... <laughs> <laughs> Let's move along. So going back to my point, I know. Going back to my, my point, though, um, we, we all know that person, right? Yeah. That's, that's out there doing the social media stuff for, hey, look at what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Don't ever do that. You know, yeah. just do it. Do it in private. So I, I brought that up because think about that person. We've all got that person in our mind. Now think about that one person that you found out does something amazing that you never knew about, like that they're, you know, volunteering a ton of time with some organization. They never talked about it. They never bragged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then think about the difference of opinion you have between Mr. or Mrs. Social media that's out there bragging or the humble person that you found out donates 20 hours of their time working their butt off every month for something. Mm-hmm. Your level yeah. of respect for that person that keeps it quiet is like exponentially higher. Oh yeah. And so we don't, it's it just be humble. Just go out and serve sure. and do it for the sake of serving. Right. And good things are going to come to you somehow. Right. So that takes us to some of the actions. You know, we kind of start with, you know, the motivation and, and mindset and just being humble about it. But one of the first things that you should do when it comes to giving is volunteer. I believe everybody should volunteer. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Even my kids volunteer. You know, I get them involved in, in things at the church every once in a while where they go and work and they love it. And it's, and they actually, you know, my, my eight-year-old daughter, we did something and, and we volunteered at church packing meals for, you know, a foreign country. And she came back talking about concepts that I thought were much more mature than she would understand, but she got mm-hmm. it. She understood why we were doing it. She was talking about how, you know, this one was for Haiti and she was talking about how she felt really bad that the kids in Haiti didn't have nice things like stores and restaurants and stuff like we did. And she thought it was really good that we were doing what we were doing so they could eat good food. Isn't that amazing? I'm like, yeah. you're freaking eight, but she gets it. <laughs> she gets it. But nice. everybody should volunteer. Everybody should volunteer. I volunteer and I never talk about it. You know, I do a lot of things that you guys probably don't even know about. And because of the first two things we talked about, that's the way it should right. be done. But find, and it doesn't have to necessarily be something you're passionate about. I did some volunteer work a couple of weeks ago that was awful work. I mean, it was yeah. miserable. If you, I know you bragged to me about it. You were t- telling me all about it. No, I'm just kidding. I did, didn't I? <laughs> if you are in, if you're- Right after I broke something, you had to come up and fix it <laughs> yeah, for me? That's right. Well, I'm so glad Mr. Winnie's back in the yeah. studio. <laughs> Hold on, I need to go take a selfie with a homeless person. Make, make me feel better. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like well, you're breaking your 50 and kick and 49 that's back right. from. That's right. Um, but it, and, and if you don't know how, trust me, if you turn around in any group of people and say, I want to volunteer, but I don't know how. I guarantee someone in that group will be like, we can we can use your help. This organization, this is going on. I mean, and f- but find your passion for that. If you like working with people, volunteer for something with people. If you, with animals, with, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that you can do in all different avenues. Mm-hmm. We have somebody who, I think in the springtime, they're talking about, you know, they build houses. Well, heck, John, John and I have even worked on people's cars that didn't have, you know, the money or the resources to, to get their car fixed. And I appreciate that when you, when you did that for me. Well, we haven't fixed yours yet. No, we haven't. (laughs) Yours is going to be a bigger job than I thought. Um, But no, seriously, we've, we've, I mean, you're right. Whatever your skills are, whatever you're, you're passionate about, just find ways in, 
the the big thing is, as you said, Darren, just ask. Ask people how you can help. Ask how, how you can get involved. Um, if you go to a church, you know, if you're in and out of your church on, for service on Sunday and that's it, get more involved. I've found so many great ways to give back to the community through through our church mm-hmm. and things that I just yeah. didn't even know about, things that they don't talk about during service on Sunday. So, you know, that's great. But give give your time, give your labor. And, what you, and I'm going to tell you, you're going to get a couple of things out of doing this. First of all, you are going to be able to help people, maybe those that are less fortunate for you, didn't have the opportunities you did, or maybe those that have, you know, mental or physical illness that can't take care of themselves. So there's that. But also you're going to get perspective. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be thankful for what you do. You're going to be thankful for your business. You know, if you go out and you do some hard labor and you get sweaty and it's like, man, I haven't worked this hard since I was in high school. You're going to say, you know what? I'm kind of thankful for what I do. Or if you work directly with some folks that are less fortunate, you're going to go home and look at your stuff and say, I really have nothing to worry about, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things that, that you're going to benefit from volunteering. Yep. My daughter just got back from Guatemala last week. She went on a mission trip and she came back. She was like, oh my goodness how many things that I feel fortunate that I have, you know, that I have and and how appreciative people were of everything they did or just, just by sitting there talking to some folks and they just love, like they were singing to this one little girl and she just kept saying it over light, 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 sing this little light of mine over and over again. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. And that's, and that's another great point when it comes to volunteerism. If you ever have a chance to do a mission trip, oh my God, do it do it. It can be a life-changing event, especially if you've never traveled abroad. But that, you don't have to go abroad for that. You, you would don't. be amazed because even the local mission trips that they take, like she'll, dad, I'm going to this county and it'll be one of the yeah. less fortunate, poorer counties in Florida. And she's, cause that's where she lives. And, um, she's like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that it's right in our backyard. That's a, that's another great point. Yep. So, Mr. Winnie, you were talking earlier about um, tax benefits. Yes. Which brings us to our next one, donate. So, you know, I have always been very generous with donations, not for the tax reasons, but I've always, I just always wanted to give back. Um, Now, you know, admittedly, I'm not giving as much this year, the life of an entrepreneur. (laughs) Don't have that that nice uh, big corporate salary that I could, you know, give 30% of away. Um, But I wanted to, and and I'm saying that in jest, kind of funny, because a lot of times entrepreneurs, you know, especially in your early years, you may not have a lot of disposable cash and you're reinvesting a lot. And it's like, I don't really have a whole lot of money to give. So this is really important. First of all, Think local. Mm-hmm. So if you had 200 bucks to give, and that's all you had. If you gave 200 bucks to the Red Cross, would it make a difference? Of course it would. Maybe. They're national. No. But it, it's like a, it's like a round, it's not even a rounding error because their budget is so big. Well, sure. So well, you saying think I'm, local. Would yes, it make a yes. difference? Yes, but I'm thinking yes. in terms of Everybody as I make else. my point. I'm I'm going to make the point in terms You're talking of talking about direct impact, direct impact. Yes, yes. If there was a local charity, two hundred dollars could be a big deal. Huge. Right. Yeah. You know, like there's a um, there's a local one in Noonan called Bridging the Gap, and they feed a lot of people that are, you know, homeless and, and less fortunate. 
200 bucks could mean a lot of meals for them, mm -hmm. right? So th there's a difference when it comes to donating with a national organization versus somebody that's local. And that money could go a lot further. So you should donate. And you know what? It, you're you're going to get the same tax benefits because the chances are whoever you're donating to, it's going to be a 501c3. Mm -hmm. So there, you know, you will get the the tax benefit for that. But again, it's not why we're doing it. We're doing it because it's the right thing to do. We're doing it for all the reasons we talked about. Right. Um, but I say give what you can. You do. And I had that, I had that conversation one day with somebody in the church um, and talking to a pastor one day and I said, <clears throat> You know, you say 10%. I'm supposed to give 10%. And I said, is that gross or net, first of all? Um, he actually laughed at that joke. But <laughs> They normally do, and then they say gross. Right. And then, but <laughs> no. as he put it, he said, if you, if you are not financially capable of giving that 10% in, in monetary value in cash, then make up for it in time. Yeah. Do it yeah. with your time and effort. So, I mean, you're talking about helping local businesses and helping all, you know, all the nonprofits or who needs it. And it is your time. I mean, it's like giving blood, right? How often yep. do you roll up your sleeve and give blood? It's always needed. It takes a half hour of your day every so many months when you can generate a clean pint. Um, you know, <laughs> Darren's is usually us. pretty thinned out. Right? <laughs> well, you got, you know, a couple of days. I don't want somebody getting a pint His of blood. blood smells blood. like whiskey. Right. But, um, you know. Never seen brown blood before. <laughs> right. But I mean, that that means as much to anything else. We've got somebody who is, uh, they mentioned it at the last uh, lunch and learn that we had. And they were talking about how, and I had no idea. And they were just asking for clothes donations because they, for blankets and coats yeah. and hats. And they, on Christmas Day, this person and his family go up to Atlanta and walk around and see the homeless people and hand this out. Yeah. it's And he doesn't, there's no nonprofit that he has. This is just what he does. And I was like, mm -hmm. wow, that's, you're, that's amazing. That's cool. <clears throat> Wherever you're listening to us from, your backyard is flooded with small charities, oh, with yeah. small local 501c3s. If you're not inside the United States, I'm sure it's the same. But there are so many charities that are in your community. Mm. And the point is, if you don't have a lot, give what you can. Right. And, and to Darren's point, it may not even be just cash. It could be, you know, things you don't need anymore, even time, Get, getting back to that volunteerism. Mm -hmm. But get involved with those local those local organizations. Give to them. Find out what they need. And one of the, you know, they're fantastic, and I've seen some really, really good ones. Normally, these small 501c3s, these small, um, you know, charitable organizations, the people that start them are extremely passionate about what it is they get into, mm -hmm. and they can stretch a dollar so far and do so much with it. And um, there's actually some locally here that I, that we're going to have on the show soon that I'm pretty excited about. But, man, it's just it, don't underestimate what yeah. you can do. Don't underestimate what your dollar could oh, it's do. incredible. And there's one amazing nonprofit down here who actually makes donations to other nonprofits, which I had no yeah. idea that they did. But that's, they know the value of a dollar and they are so generous that they pass it along to help other nonprofits. I was like, wow, you guys do that? It's hmm. amazing. Yeah. 
So that's that's really awesome. So donate local, guys. It's it's really important. Mm-hmm. So yeah. another way that you can you can give, and now I'm going to get to now we're going to transition and talk a little bit more about business. So up to this point, we've talked about kind of charitable donation and volunteerism and stuff. Well, let's talk about business because you can be giving in business. First of all, one one thing you can do is to cross promote. Now I um, I did a open house yesterday and brought some folks in. Oh man, I missed out on one of the free prize that you had. Yes, you did. Um, and one of the people that participated in our open house um, was somebody that I'm help, helping to try to make some connections so he can grow his business. Mm-hmm. And he made some great connections. And he's actually going to get, I think, quite a bit of business out of it. Nice. He is um, earlier in his in his business than we are. And great, great guy. And we're trying to do things that we can do to, to promote his business. So when we're out doing things, we try to find ways to cross-promote. How can we bring him in? How can we, how can we help him? You know, that's a really powerful thing. I see you do it all the time, Darren, with all the events you have going on up here, Thank all you. of the businesses that come through here. Don't just do an event when you can do an event and, you know, pump somebody up, get them in front of a group, you know, especially somebody that's just starting out or, or maybe, you know, struggling to find their stride. Like, it's a great way to give back. Can, now, can you put a dollar figure on that and then write it off on your taxes? No. <laughs> if you were, if you were, Mr. Winnie's really worried about his taxes this year. I think we probably need to talk. Okay. I got now, a good CPA for you. Go back to page one. <laughs> Doing this for yourself, not really. And uh, don't brag about right. it. Yeah. So, no, no right. I, I, and I will say that. I, I, one of the goals when I opened this place and is to help nonprofits. Yeah. And I offer, I'd let them come in and have meetings or uh, and use the conference room and everything. And I don't charge them for it. I don't want to. Um, and the only reason I'm bragging, uh, not bragging, saying that is because anybody out there who has a nonprofit that doesn't know this, come and see me if you need a place to have that meeting and, and or an event or something of that nature, get in touch with me. Well, and I've seen you do so. events here where you've you've brought in people that just started their business or I've seen you kind of help monetarily get things going for them. But, you know, there, there's just so many opportunities for us to to bring other businesses along, adjacent businesses, mm-hmm. um, something that might make sense for, you know, you have clients, you know, people maybe, you know, putting somebody, you know, in front of them, like there's just so many things that you can do and and be very forward thinking about that. But that cross promotion thing is very, very powerful. I always try to have somebody else included in promotions that we do. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and I've seen it help a lot of other people. And that's, that's really good. That's the whole point of it. Yep. Connecting, connecting, connecting. Yep. And that's, and, and not expecting to get anything out of it. Mm Mm-hmm. We talked a, a little bit in the beginning too, Darren. One of the other things is um, we we talked about this needs to be ongoing. This is not something we're just doing for the holiday season and then we forget about right. it. Like if you're really going to get, if if being giving and generous is going to have any type of reciprocation back to you, mm-hmm. it needs to be all the time. So it needs to be routine. So make, it a ha- make it a habit. Yeah. So all the all the routine consulting that I do, eventually I should start charging for it. <laughs> well, that all depends on how good your consulting is, Darren. <laughs> but um, you should make it you should make it routine. But I know a lot of us, especially entrepreneurs, are super busy. Mm-hmm. Like I went through a couple of waves of uh, work this year that were just, I mean, balls to the wall, seven days a week, lots of hours. Like 
it was tough. I mean, it cut into my drinking time, Mr. Winnie. Wow. That's <laughs> those are the days you should have showed up because there would have been beer in the fridge. Yeah, I would I, I would look I down at Mr. Winnie's house and he'd be standing at the fence, like kind of looking up the hill. Like, his beer in his fridge. I, I can smell it. <laughs> but if you're busy, if you're busy, set a goal to just do one thing a day. Just one, you know, generous giving thing a day. You know, and if and if you're if you've got the bandwidth, do way more than that. But so many times I, I'll talk to people and it's like, you know, when this when this uh topic of generosity comes up, it's like, oh, I, I need to do more. I'm just so busy, I just I can't find the time for it. No, you you can. Just make it a a a priority. You know, write it down in the morning every day. I gotta do something today. What is it gonna be? Write that thing down and then just freaking figure it out, get it done. Like when you were first starting your business, like within the first few weeks. I cut your grass a couple times. You did? Yeah. And, and I uh, didn't ask for anything in return. Although, but you know what? <laughs> beer. Did. You did get and some beer out of it, didn't you? Well, you know, that's... I, but I didn't... Uh, See, the reciprocation stand worked. Stand at your door and, <laughs> and folks, beg for it. This segment is called Beer and Bullshit. <laughs> no, it's actually <laughs> true. Jake and John. No, no it was that period of time before the drought hit. Grass was growing like crazy. And uh, I was, I was working like crazy seven days a week. And yeah. a couple of times I'd come home and my grass was mowed. And for those of you that don't know, all it's acres? a lot of freaking grass. <laughs> you cut all 10 acres? No, 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 no. Just the stuff that I could see. Because I didn't, I, I was worried about <laughs> the- Because it yeah. affects my property <laughs> value. <laughs> That's why. No. Just the stuff that impacted his view from the yeah. front yard. <laughs> no, and there's times when I would be out there. No, this is absolutely true. There were times when, you know, I'm working my ass off and I get home and it's late. It's, you know, seven o'clock and I jump on the mower to start working on the front field, which takes me like four hours. And all of a sudden here comes Mr. Winnie with his lawnmower, like, you know, let's rock and roll and That's awesome. helps me okay. knock it out. So I got it done that night. Um, so, he did that many times. So... Just and to, all he asked for was beer. I didn't ask. You just gave it to me. <laughs> I just volunteered. Just I just figured it, it was understood. <laughs> but it doesn't. So what you're saying is it doesn't, your donation of time or uh, or funds don't always have to be for a nonprofit. It can be for somebody in need. Absolutely. Even if that need is a, a temporary situation. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Isn't that in the Bible? Love thy neighbor. It is. Yeah. Well, because if you kill them, you get arrested. So you might as well try <laughs> well, to love them as went in a different yeah, direction than I thought it was going to. Yeah. <laughs> it went dark real fast. Thanks, yeah. Darren. <laughs> yes, it must it be is that in the whiskey Bible. medicine well, he's taken. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but getting back to our point, no, make, make sure that this is routine and set goals. You know, just do at least one thing a day. And uh, I would even take it a step further when you get in those periods of time when you're really stressed out and feels like the walls are closing in, stop right then and there and do something, even if it's small. It'll help you out tremendously. Yep. So the next thing is mentorship. We've talked about this many times on the show, Darren, mm -hmm. but mentorship is a way of giving. It's huge. So potentially. Do you mentor people? Oh, yes. Uh, Mr. Winnie mentors me. He's taught me a lot in the garage. Mm -hmm. And Jake is a mentor to me. Um, have any of us gotten paid for mentorship? Um, I didn't uh, know mentors got paid. They don't. Okay. Yeah. So, men mentoring is, is a, it's a gift of time. Mm -hmm. And I've mentored a lot of people as I know you have Darren and, and John has as well. It is a gift of time and, you know, it's just another way that you can give. 
if you're not mentoring anybody, mentor somebody. If you're mentoring somebody, find somebody else to mentor. Um, mm -hmm. There are times when I feel like, oh, I've, I'm taken on too much. Well, no, you haven't. You can take on more. But no, it doesn't matter where you're at in your career. It doesn't matter where you're at in terms of skill set. You know more than a lot of other people. A lot. Sure. Just by age alone. You know, I mean, it, there are people younger than you and they haven't learned life's lessons. They haven't learned, you know, if it's business that you're mentoring them on, they haven't learned, you know, all the things that there's just so much that comes with experience, mm -hmm. even just life in general. So, you know, there's, there's somebody out there for you that you can help. Well, and your, men, your mentor, your mentee can actually be older than you. They don't they always can. have to be younger. That's, um, that's a, exactly right. And it's a good point. But I, I, I've learned as much from any person that I have mentored. Um, nobody's yeah. ever, I've never actually sought out a mentor for myself. Maybe I should one day. I've been, I've been, we, I've been blessed. We've been talking some. about it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is I've that, been very lucky to have is that code for really a doctor <laughs> that you're trying to find me, not a real mentor. Maybe. I've been very lucky to have some really good mentors. Maybe. You know, even, I don't know if they'd be happy the way I turned out, but. <laughs> I'll bet they would. They, <laughs> I bet they would. It's like, oh my gosh, we never but thought he would I know own that house. I, I've realized that pretty much nothing will make you feel better than mentoring a person and seeing them, I don't want to say blossom, but mm -hmm. be successful. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. That's, as far as long term, yeah. And it, was, it probably wasn't from a business standpoint. No, 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 not this at all. Is like, not for me. Well, a lot of times it is associated with business, but a mentor mm -hmm. isn't always about business. It's about personal development. Sure. Period. That's, so. Yeah, that's what, you know, old, I don't own a business, so. How old were you? How old was I when? When you, what? like, when you had that first person to say, John, let me, I want to be your mentor. I want to help you out here. Gosh. I don't know, 10. Well, but it wasn't, they weren't seeking out somebody to mentor. It just right? kind of, they, they were, were just a good you. person. And I, you know, I went to, I went to work for them. It could be your first job or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they just, you know, showed you how to do things. Took and, you under the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it could be the person that teaches you, you know, work ethic or, or something like that. I mean, that's a yeah. mentor. Mm -hmm. No, it is. And that's a great point. I mean, it doesn't have to, it's, and this is the other thing too, like, you know, mentorship is not formal. Like, you know, right. oh, I'm going to be your mentor and I need to be named as such and we're going to have a meeting every week. And it, it doesn't have to be like that. It can just be somebody that you know that you could teach some things to mm -hmm. and you make it a point to talk to them. And, you know, whether that's in person or over the phone, you just figure out how you can help them out. I mean, mentorship is really just teaching others. That's uh, all it is. I just had a light bulb moment. You did? Yeah. Maybe that did it hurt? instead of being... <laughs> It's going to. <laughs> it did. Um, you've you've had one of those before. You know how it feels, have, huh? Yeah. yeah, it's sharp pain <laughs> right in this those. region right here. Yeah, bad one. So the, it's a new angle for a parent. I'm not going to be your parent. I'm going to be your mentor. <laughs> there you go. And then yeah. when I'm grounding you, I'm mentoring you, <laughs> I'm making you better. Yeah. <laughs> Parenting is the ultimate mentor. All right. So let's, let's move on. We're going to talk about the next way that, that you can be generous and we're going to tackle one of my favorite topics, Darren, networking. Now, wow. this is one of the, this is one of the things that I see done wrong more than anything. One of the biggest missed opportunities. And I think you might be a little surprised if you've never heard us talk about networking on the show, because we haven't 
we haven't talked about networking in quite some time. We made fun of it. We have made fun of it. But business networking is is really critical. You know, I try to get out to as many events as I can to meet people and, and to get out into the community. But most people, and and don't feel bad if you're in this group. We, we don't mean this to, to sound negative or bad. But most people think about it as though, okay, there's a group of people, business people. I got to go out there and I got to, you know... I got to go sell myself. Yeah, it's shooting fish in a barrel kind of thing. Right. I'm going to go meet some people. I got to get my elevator pitch down. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go sell myself. I'm going to go find some clients. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Ugh, no. Don't do that. Don't. It, it might work. You might find some people, but if you really, really want to be successful and you want to grow your business, don't even think about that. Go to a networking event with the mindset that I'm going to find as many people today as possible that I can help. So I'm going to walk around the room and I'm going to talk to somebody and say, you know, Darren, what is it that you do? Right. You, know, you have a co-working office. I do. Oh gosh, you know what? I know somebody that works for a company and they're remote and they could probably use an office. I need to put you guys together. Like if you go in with the mindset that that's all I'm there to do is to find people and connect them. Genuinely. Genuinely. Because people will, people exactly smell go back bullshit. to rule number one. Yeah, they yep. smell bullshit. But yeah, if you really want to go out there and learn about your community, learn about the business community. Yep. At a network event, find out who these people are, mm -hmm. and yeah. and and have a genuine <clears throat> interest as to. And I wouldn't even start with business. I usually don't lead and go. So what do you do? I'm always like, what kind of hobbies do you have? Hey, have you been to this event, or are you going here, or seeing this, or something that's going on in the community? I don't even start with business. And they get, boy, yeah. some of them, but some of them are of leather pants. He's like, hey, are you wearing underwear? <laughs> right. Why not? I'm wearing leather underwear. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> They're called lederhosen. Oh, jeez. No, but, but it, you know, a, that's the way to do it. And then you can, and you will, you will call out somebody's bullshit faster than that, especially if you don't ask them right away about their business, because you could see them salivating, just waiting but the ones who, the genuine people, the ones, and you'll know who you want to give to and spread their bit and their word are the ones who are willing to engage and talk to you about everything else but business. That's a, that's a great point. Um, I feel like I'm being mentored by Darren on the podcast today. You are. Yeah. Are you learning? Of course. You're welcome. You're learning the things you never want to see him wear. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but it... <laughs> yeah. We're just, uh, we're finding the puke bucket folks. And just, yeah. just in case things go sideways Sorry. here. Um, no, but it's, it's a really good point. And I think a lot of people, when they go to networking events, they're thinking about, I got to get my elevator pitch, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I got to go around and talk to people and introduce myself. So here's one thing. When you go in with the mindset that I'm here to help others, I need to go around and find those people that I can possibly help. <sighs> You're, if you're not good in a group or you're shy and you're like, oh, I got to go talk to people about my business and it makes me miserable and nervous, your nerves will come down exponentially because it's, mm -hmm. now you're not, you're not under pressure to go sell yourself. You're literally going around right. saying, you know, what's your name? Well, your name's John. Well, tell me about yourself, you know, and, you know, what do you do for fun? And, you know, okay. And you start talking about your business and, you know, what, tell me how, tell me about your business. How can I help you out? You know, oh, and they're doing all the talking. You're doing the asking and the pressure's off. Mm -hmm. Pressure's off yeah. tremendously. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, I know a way I can help you. And now I'm the hero. 
and it, and it just completely changes that. So if you're not outgoing and these type of things are, are just, you know, terrifying for you, this, this takes the terror out of it. Right. And then when you actually start helping people and making those connections, the couple of things happen. First of all, your reputation's phenomenal <laughs> through the roof because you're doing the right thing. But the other thing is you will remember these people mm-hmm. much better than if you're sitting there spewing your, your elevator pitch and worried about selling yourself. Because when you do that, all you're thinking about is, oh my God, I can't screw this up. My palms are sweaty. Oh, geez. Uh, right. You're puking words. Versus when you sit there and you're asking questions and they're telling you and you're thinking about how you can help them, you're paying attention. Mm-hmm. And so now you know that person better. So when you see them the next time, you're not going, oh, there's that one person I met. Oh, who the hell was that? Mm, I can't remember. Do, yeah. Why do they? Oh, yeah, they like anchovies on their pizza. That's right. I know. But yeah, I remember when, when uh, Jake came up to me and he asked me what kind of beer I liked, you know? People and what did you tell me? <laughs> I don't remember. Bud Light. <laughs> Oh. So we, we had that, to work on that, that. Well, that was a... That's right. That was oh, a different... We, Years ago, yeah. It was a different... Uh, was a different I, different I introduced uh, Mr. Oh. Winnie into the gateway drug of craft beer, and uh, now he's a craft beer snob. It was coming at me from all sides at that point. You know, I was kind of a late bloomer. Yeah, but I closed the deal. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He's almost well, got the look down. We need to get him for Christmas. Do you have a checkered flannel <laughs> shirt yet? And a driving cap? Why? <laughs> Because we need you to look like a beer snob. Yeah, and some mustache wax. I was going to say, I trimmed it. It was like twice as long as it is now. The the flannel. I really do need a mustache long enough for mustache wax. I I just have to have that. Anyways. I do do wear flannel to work, by the way. (laughs) To work? Yep. Don't worry about that catching in a turbine. Well, he's, he's in the office now. He's telling others, you know, what catch, turbines to walk around. I'm going to catch it on my keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> get, it, get it caught in the rolling wheels of his of desk chair. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, guys, it's Paul Bunyan over there in front of that computer. That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, so do networking that way. The next yeah. time you go out and network, try that. And you are going to be shocked at, at how much that changes the experience for you. To wear flannel? While you're networking? No, not to oh, wear flannel. Yes, that's the best. My God, how much cough medicine has he had? <laughs> Quite a bit, huh? It's a good breakout stout, baby. So <laughs> don't have NyQuil for breakfast next time. Okay. Yeah, it's not NyQuil. Okay. You know, I've never seen NyQuil in a cask and crew <laughs> bottle. So the last, the last thing when it comes to how is, you know, we talked about networking. The other thing that you can do is to proactively call and meet with other business people mm-hmm. to offer help. Or to, you know, make that connection because you already know what they, they need and you need, to, um, you need to make a connection with them or ask them if things have changed. But be proactive. Right. Don't call somebody up and say, you know, hey, Darren, I haven't, haven't seen you in a while. I haven't talked to you. And, uh, you know, just want to remind you, I'm still in uh, business, buddy, and uh, looking for some clients. You know anybody? No. Uh, that was no. the worst. No. Yeah, don't do yeah, that. I don't. Call yeah. them up and say, hey, Darren, I haven't seen you in a while. Just wanted to know how the co-working business is going and, uh, you know, just touch base with you. I know it's been three months since we talked. You know, anything else I can help you with? What, what's on your mind? You know, how, you know, that conversation is so different. Mm-hmm. And when, and I know people call oh, yeah. you and talk to you that way. And, I, and it happens to me too. It is the vast minority of conversations. It's, you know, one in a hundred. Mm-hmm. 
But when it comes, how, how do you react to that, Darren? Oh, it's beautiful. It really is. Do you not want to do everything you can to help that person out? No, all the time, all the time. I mean, even when I talk to people, it's always, what can I do for you? How can I help you? And, and the help, as you said, as little as maybe putting them in touch with somebody else. Yeah. That's all it takes. It's like, oh, you're having a little bit of a struggle right there with your business. I happen to know someone who can, or I know somebody who knows somebody yep. who can help you with that one aspect that you're struggling with. You know, I'm really, really struggling to grow my business in Noonan. Oh, you know what? I know somebody that grew up in Noonan, seems to know everybody. I'm going to put you guys in contact with each other. All of a sudden you're like, holy shit, thanks. And, and you know what? That stuff actually works. It happens. It, and it happens and it's, it's amazing. And if you're the person doing that connecting, you're the person doing those phone calls and reaching out and not calling people like, you know, hey, I got a 10% off deal this month. Yeah. yeah, thanks. And vice versa, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Look at what happened the other day when we were, we had the network meeting and I'm just like, it isn't about the business directly. I'm not looking for sure. new members. I'm not looking for clients. Here's what I'm looking for this month. Here's, here's my one thing for this month. And I had three people. I asked for help and I had three people come up immediately afterward and said, I want to help you. And I was like, wow, wow, this is, yeah. but if you don't put it out there into the universe, it can't happen. You know, you're, you're absolutely right. And, you know, again, you're doing this and you're not doing this for, so you can ask for help. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that that's absolutely, you know, within bounds when you do need it, but kind of going back to the theme of this conversation, when you're out there helping others, mm -hmm. In, in your pr being proactive about it, you're calling people or meeting with them and just, hey, I just want to, you know, see, see how things are going with your business, see how I could help you out. And you're not there to sell them something. And, yeah. and you're completely freaking genuine about it. No bullshit, no pretense, no, right. I'm hoping I'm going to get something out of this. Just, no, I want to, I, I really, in my heart, want to help you. Is there anything I can help you with today? What can I do? And, and all the people that the, we come across, for real, what can I do to help you today? Right. And there are people that I know in the community that do this to me. And I've got one of them that I've never done business with. And he is so genuine. I am clamoring. I cannot wait until I can give him the first piece of business myself or refer somebody to him. Because he is just an absolutely genuine. No, he's doing his business is doing well. So he's not like mm -hmm. calling and begging for money. Just a just genuine guy wanting to help me out. I'm, and I want to give back. To I have him. a neighbor here who does that occasionally. Yeah. Just pops in spontaneously and is like, "Hey, here!" And I'm like, well, "I thanks for the popcorn, thanks for the case of water." And it's never. What do you? What, there's nothing. It's like I'm right. not doing this because I want something from you. A, co a company I used to work for. I was a, a field service representative for a machinery company, and they empowered us when when times were slow to go out, reach out. Whatever you will need to do, go reach out to the customers, see, just offer them anything, you know, free, whatever. And so I called this customer one day. Actually, I stopped by and I walk in the door and the first words out of his mouth was, what the F do you want? As in, I was here like, he, <laughs> he, as soon as I walk in the door, it's usually if he calls us, it's a lot of money, right? right. And I walked in the door and say, hey, I'm, I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm just checking in. So, you, you know, I'm here for you. To all all day if you need me free of charge, 
And he's like, his whole attitude changed. He probably had no idea what to do with you at that point for a few minutes. Right. No, he had a, he had a machine that was giving him chronic problems. And, you know, a couple months later, we sold him a new machine. <laughs> but for that time but, period. But it, 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 I think it changed. But that day, that day he was, got a freebie. Well, yeah, but it changes attitude toward that uh, to, toward awesome. that company. Right. I believe. Well, because now. <laughs> and I'm not a salesman. And, it, and that <laughs> that brings it. We to, know. Yeah. It's, it's the human factor. There's that human connection. Mm-hmm. Now your company is not a logo with a dollar sign attached. Right. There's a real human connection. Trying to help your oh, business. Your people. Yeah. Wow. This is. Oh, yeah. John's a real person. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. What would you do? Hold on. I got a question. I mean, right now, I mean, you go back to work and I know we talk about, right. you know, with your business, if you, and I know you don't have a lot of downtime, but even in between would be like, Hey, what can I do to help you today? Say that to one of your employees that has nothing to do with business or whatever. How can I help you? Sure. Happens all the time. I work with a bunch of good people. Yeah. Wow. He That's isn't fun. just like the rest of corporate America. I corporate, say that nah, corporates, <laughs> corporate's a different story. Just, I, I said that what? with that a, a little bit of sarcasm. It makes a better work environment for you, and I. Oh sure. And it goes it without having you know without having your selfish needs when you're offering help to those folks that you work with. That's still going to come back tenfold to you as far as if. Hey, you know what? I need you to work sure. for an extra half hour. And they're like, oh, I don't mind doing that. But and, and it's a different aspect. But, you know, even if they're happy because you help them, they may turn around and go out and they're, they've got that positive attitude. And then on their way home or that night when they're with yeah. their friends or family or that weekend, then it, what is that thing? Pay, pay it forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It will, it will. Well, it was a guy at work. I heard he was having trouble with his, uh, his car and he needed to put, uh, he tended to take it to a muffler shop or something like that. So Jake let me borrow his trailer. You know, I went, drove to the guy's house, picked up his car and drove it to the muffler shop. Didn't ask for anything. He didn't, I, he gave us some beer. I got some beer for me and Jake, but that's it. And I, that stuff happens at work all the time. That's great. Yeah. How about your friends? You know, we we went through. I'm I'm going to go back and and recap this list for our. Jake's listeners. getting bored with our stories. No, I'm yeah. not. Jake's yeah. just wondering where. What, he just heard there was beer for the two of you, and he's like, "No, I didn't get any of that." He did. No, he he actually he he brought you one. He brought me five beers out of a twelve pack. Wait a second. We got two twelve packs. <laughs> five just because you left, and him, I got five beers just because you left them at my house. <laughs> I know better. You gotta I don't come do that. get them. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you. It's like survival of the fittest around the Winnie uh, refrigerator, man. You don't, don't leave your stuff in there unless yeah. you're willing to lose it. So, so before we, we recap the list, you know, and, and kind of give you a succinct list of, of things that we think you should be doing to be generous, whether you believe in God or whether you believe in the universe, the whole point of this is I have seen this happen in my business and in other people's. If you do these things and you really do them with the mindset and the heart and the motivation that we talked about where you're giving and you're being generous not to receive, but because you believe in what you're doing, because you really want to help other people, it's going to come back to you. It's just there's a way that it works out and you don't have to tell people. You don't have to have it on Facebook or Twitter. You know, you can do you know, volunteer work on your own 
and feel like nobody sees it, nobody's watching, but I guarantee you somebody is. And whether you think that's God or whether you think that's the universe or somebody else and it's just coincidence, whatever, it's going to come back to you. I have seen things happen in my own business where it's so freaky. It's like, that's not me. That's a God thing. Like, I didn't do that. And that came back to me for a reason. So being generous and giving, it will positively impact you if you do it right. But if you don't do all these things that we're talking about, and if you don't do them with the right mindset and all that, you're, you may not get the benefit that we're talking about. So let's go back through the list. Well, look at the Christmas carol. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's Scrooge. What happens? Yeah. yeah. Took three ghosts for him to finally figure that shit out. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then he goes and blows his whole retirement on, you know, poor people. <laughs> remember send your hate mail to john at beer.business folks not to me no, okay anyway go ahead <laughs> no but he got a Review good employee him. after that oh, God. <laughs> well look who's got coal in the stocking this year <laughs> that's it that'd be me <clears throat> and just make, guys make sure it's lump charcoal for the egg, uh, please. Crutch for Tiny Timmy's kicking that <laughs> crutch out going, we could have heat for two days, kids. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, his whole 401k. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's, let's go through the list once more. Don't worry. On the his things- fidelity advisor would call him right up after okay. that. Yeah. Holy Good crap. Thing. You guys are off. I think you guys need more jailhouse beer. Um, so here's, here's the things you need to do to be generous, to, to give all the time. Start with the mindset, heart, and motivation. Do it for others. Don't do it for you, right? And don't take credit. Don't blast it on social media. Don't go around bragging about all the work you do. You know, raise awareness for people that you're helping, mm-hmm. but don't do it for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're out there self-promoting all the great things you do, it's actually going to be counterproductive anyways. And you're doing it for them, not for you. So remember that. Volunteer. And you can do that with, you know, find people through your church, asking around. You, it doesn't even have to be, as we talked about, Darren, it doesn't even have to be something that's organized. It, it can be, be neighbor who needs it a could grass be mowing cut. my grass. Hey, yeah. uh, Mr. Winnie, I got some leaves that need cleaned up, by the way. Yeah. Um, donate and donate local. Don't, um, don't think that you can't make a difference with your money, regardless of what you can give. There is a charity out there that could benefit from you there there are and and some people may be torn because they're like well if you don't you know as john said even the 200 that little bit of an impact if if nobody gave 200 to a national then it's no longer a national and and it could implode so if you're if you're torn then split it because there are some great national um, no there are organizations to donate to and they do need your they do need your dollars as much as a local organization. So if you if you aren't passionate about one more than another, then then give to both. That's a good point. I'm not yeah. telling you not to, right. to donate to national organizations, but sure. you should be seeking out things in your community that you can donate money to. So and this is the one thing that we're talking about giving money, and you should give whatever you can. And time. even if it's 100 bucks, if it's the right charity, you're going to make a difference. And then we talked about things we can do in business. So the first one was cross-promote. So bring those smaller, those newer businesses in, those those ones that are adjacent, bring them in. Promote your 
events, your, you know, opportunities, bring those guys and make the connections for them. You know, you, you could make more of a difference in their business than you realize, you know, we talked about, you know, making this routine, setting, you know, the cycle scheduling, do at least one thing a day if you're busy, but be constant, be, you know, just be relentless about doing good things. Mm -hmm. um, mentor, find somebody that you can help. It doesn't need to be, you know, organized. It could be really, really simple, but there's somebody out there that can learn from you. Yeah. And then we talked about networking events, go to network events and do it in a way that all you're thinking about is how you can help others in the room. It's going to make it easier for you. It's not going to be as awkward. If you're shy, this is going to help you out tremendously. But just do it. Do it to help other people. And then proactively meet with other businesses to find out how you can help them. And I'm telling you, if you do those things, not only are you going to be a massive member of your community, somebody that's making a difference, but this is going to come back to you somehow the world is going to ensure that this comes back to you. Fair? I'm, I'm on agree. board. Yeah. So, um, I guess I've been on board for a while, but yeah. you have been, and, and you're very generous and, you know, people talk about that all the time, Darren, that's one of the staples and why your business has been successful is because of your generosity. Don't worry about that. Just move along. Thank you. I appreciate that. Just <clears throat> move along, please. Um, so it is the holiday season. Yes. And um, as we as we finish up this this topic, we hope that you have an incredible Christmas. And or if it's just a holiday season for or you, if Hanukkah, you're Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa. Um, Festivus for the rest of us, for all of my Seinfeld fans. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we hope yep. the holiday season is incredible for you. And, and the more generous you are, I, I have a feeling the better your your holiday is going to be. And Darren, we have actually made it through an episode in Launch and Go, actually not in the State of the Art podcast studio. We're actually out on the floor. We are. Live in front of people. In There's front of been this, our studio audience. We have a, a police detail to keep the crowds back. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to keep people away, you yeah. know, with the you yeah. know, the high level of interest in the beer and business podcast so now. How cool is that this podcast table is so high tech that it has wheels on it. So we didn't even have to break anything down. We just, right. we just rolled the technology out onto the floor. Rolled there it you out go. <laughs> we do so, have our one groupie who's sitting in the background. She's been pretty good. She hasn't asked for autographs yet. She will. But she will. If you've heard like random um, sirens in the background or people talking or what have you, it's uh, because we're live on the floor. Yeah. Launch and go. Yeah. 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 That's how we do it. Um, listen, you guys want our content, we're going to deliver it. And right. no matter how hard it is, we're going to get it out to you. But the thing is, if you want to come rent the podcast studio, you'll actually get to use the podcast studio. Okay. Yes. Right. And you should rent the podcast. studio. Don't, don't podcast in your basement. Come up here and use our NASA technology. I'm sure NASA invented all this crap. It, oh, it's than, I don't know that to be certain. I I'd can't even make NASA that claim. NASA technology <laughs> than NASCAR technology. It's, okay, it's like, so. it's like mission control. It is. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, Darren, um, I know we have a really cool event coming up here at Launch and Go on Saturday. Oh, that's going to be fun. What this is Saturday that? is from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. is a holiday shopping spree. 22 vendors. One-stop shop, 22 vendors right here from 11 to 3 this Saturday. If I know uh -huh. nobody's done with their Christmas shopping yet. So or if you're Mr. Winnie, you haven't even started. Finish it up. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. We're men. 
Good. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's what Amazon's for. That's what Christmas Eve is for. I've been giving all year long, Jake. (laughs) Yes. Support your local businesses and come here. So all small business owners are going to be here on Saturday. It's going to be a great place to shop. You can finish up. What time does it start? 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. You already said that. I'm just, 11 to 3. for you stupid know, people like me yeah. that need to hear it like five or six mm-hmm. times. I'm just mainly doing it for me. The nice thing is right. it's indoors too, so you don't even have to fight the elements, whatever mm-hmm. they might be that That's day. Good. I think it's supposed to be like 65 and sunny, but you know, that might be too much sun for people. Like um, Mr. Winnie. Yeah. And then Get uh, we have two other events going on over the next week. On Thursday is the South Atlanta Business Association Lunch and Learn. Thursday the... Thursday the 12th. Okay. At 11.30 to 1. It's free. Free dollars. Free like dollars. That. And um, so actually, um, so you'll, you'll, I'm not sure who the, who the guest is that day that'll be speaking, but. It'll be good. We guarantee it. Always somebody, is. Somebody fantastic. And then Friday, December 13th, uh, I think it starts at 6.30. Friday the 13th, my lucky day. Dun, dun, dun. Music bingo. Ooh. And this is to help. Fayette Care Clinic. Fayette Care Clinic. They do amazing stuff. They really do. They uh, offer health care for those that don't have insurance. Yes, they do. And uh, even dentistry, too. Mm-hmm. I think I need a teeth cleaning. Mm-hmm. I should probably go. So, um, and it is, they do. Music Bingo is so much fun. Look it up on the website on Launch and Go, or they do have it out on Facebook. They're asking people to register so they can gauge how many people. Register, but, folks. If you're in the area and you want to come, make sure you register. You know how much it is to register? Uh, like 50 or 60 bucks. Free dollars. Free dollars. Free. To register. Oh my goodness. Now, my favorite dollars. No cameras allowed? Right. No, but you do have to be 21. Oh. To attend because? this event. Because you can bring your own beverages. Nice. So I'll be there. Um, and it is, it is a $25 Amazon gift card donation at the door, but that gets you your bingo cards for the Somehow night. I feel like Darren telling me about the registration is some subtle like passive aggressive way for him to tell me to freaking register because right. I haven't done it yet. Yeah, yeah but you'll be here anyway, regardless. <laughs> I got a thing. I really feel like this is targeted towards me. I'm done. So done folks, um, if you love what you hear, Everybody and I know you book. do. Hold on, hold on. Bye, Serena. See, it is live. Our whole audience is leaving? No, it's not our whole audience. If that was, we wouldn't be podcasting anymore. <laughs> um, so if you love what you hear, and we know you do, course because it's the beer and business podcast please subscribe tell some friends about us and leave us a review that's all we ask just you know it won't take you much time five star review if you want to leave four stars just go to another podcast where can they find us Jake? um every freaking well they've already found us because they're listening but they could go to our website there you go at www.beer.business and you know what we want to answer your questions so if you have questions about business or how to be successful, just email them to us, podcast at beer.business. Anytime you send us an email, download our stuff, you know what? You don't have to worry. You know why? Because we're secured by Overwatch technology. Yes. Yes. So all of our computery stuff is just locked down. Like Putin's not getting in. The Chinese aren't getting the Chai-coms. Yeah. Is that like Chai-coms? <laughs> isn't that what uh, that's what Trump rush. calls them? That's the oh, rush. That's what, uh, oh, is that what Rush calls them? So, uh, yeah, the Chai-coms aren't getting in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. North Korea. Got, Kim Druck, little rocket man's not getting <laughs> no, in. 
Kim Rocket, man. Kim Rocket. Potbelly, uh, Kim yeah. Jong-un. No, they're it's not, totally not safe. Getting, it's it totally is freaking safe. locked down. If you have computers, you need Overwatch. If your Whether business has computers. If your business has computers, you need Overwatch because just having antivirus software is not enough. No. No. Having having antivirus and anti-malware and anti-every-other-ware that I don't understand Yep. Have that technology along with humans that sat there that sit there and look through the logs and look for things that maybe even the software doesn't pick up. That's what Overwatch does. That's why you need them. You know what they do? What? They'll even give you an assessment on your business. And you know how much that assessment costs? I do know how much it costs. Fifty or sixty dollars. Free. Put your wallet away, Mr. Winnie. It's not necessary. All right. $3 for an assessment. So you definitely want to do that. Go to overwatch.technology. Technology, not technologies. Go to Overwatch and, you know, set yours up. You need them. You need your stuff secure. And uh, Overwatch has also given us a tech tip for today. So last week, our tech tip, we talked about transferring cell phones. This time of year, a lot of people buy new cell phones. They get cell phones as gifts and also computers. So if you're to get a new computer, what's one of the biggest issues you're going to have, Mr. Winnie? With a new computer? Yeah. <laughs> It's transferring your stuff Winnie's over. Computer? He's looking at me like... A, <laughs> We're talking about his computer. That's true. talking about my Apple IIc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the biggest problem is going to be finding the floppy disks to get in there and back your stuff up. Yeah, I heard they're coming out with a Macintosh. See, <laughs> many Christmas. Oh, yeah. Now, if you get a new computer, one of the biggest challenges you're going to have is, is getting your information over to the new one. Sure. Yeah. So I, we wanted to, first of all, if you have a computer, it should be backed up. And it should be backed up. You can have a um, external hard drive, local hard drive. There are cloud services. There's all kinds of things you can do to be backing your system up. But not everybody does. So please back your stuff up. Mm -hmm. And if you're getting a new computer, if it's a Mac, if you're going from a Mac to a Mac, so you're upgrading your MacBook or your iMac. So simple. It is. There's actually a program. Not many people know about it. It's on every Mac. You know what it's called? Migration Assistant. So if you get a new computer, all you have to do is connect, is go into Migration Assistant and it, whether they're both connected to the same Wi-Fi network or you can plug them in with a FireWire cable, there's many different ways you can do it, but it'll walk you through it. It's so simple. It's like and four steps. It is. You're done. It's so easy. Wow. The new Mac will look exactly like the old one. All the programs will come over, the background picture, everything. It is beautiful. If you have a PC... You're fucked. No, <laughs> <laughs> no not really. No. But no. I just, I thought that would be fun to say. Actually, with a PC, it is kind of simple. It, it is. There's there's a lot of programs with PCs. So it gets complicated if you're going from like Windows 7 to Windows 10. You might have, you know, issues with software compatibility. But there's actually a software program called Laplink that you can use to migrate all your stuff. Um, but Windows can be a little bit more complicated because you, you, if you're going from one version to another, there can be compatibility. Depends issues. on what version you get. Right, it does. You, and home versus Pro can make exactly. a difference. If you get the the high end version, the Pro, it's 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 pretty much a seamless transition. Yep. But but yeah. what you can do, you know, what you can do if you have a Windows machine, you can hire an expert. <laughs> <laughs> you can. There, there's actually people out there. There are, there are, regardless of where you are, I'm sure that there are local technology companies that Overwatch. will actually, yeah, Overwatch will do it. Um, yeah. Migrate your data over and make the new one 
you know, boot up with the same programs and, and all that stuff. There are so many things. It's not just, you know, moving my documents over. There's things that you've saved in places that you don't know. So that's why it's, it's more than just copying the, my documents folder. What if I use it. Linux? If you use Linux, you're smarter than us oh, okay. when it comes to technology. <laughs> yeah. You've already got it figured yeah. out. Okay. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's there's options for you. If you're getting a new computer, we just want to remind you, backup, backup, backup. Please back up your data. It's so important. You don't want to lose critical stuff. So, guys, I'm going to close out with uh, some words of wisdom. Thank as goodness, because I just ran out of beer. And you probably have to pee like a racehorse nope. because you're Darren. Not yet. I'm really... I don't know what's going on with him. I think he's taking medicine. I, I kind of have to. You do? Yeah. yeah. He might be taking that, like, anyway. ageless male stuff. That prostate <laughs> stuff? Yeah. You know what it is? I donate. I give my stress levels low. I'm getting healthier. I don't believe it. Um, we're entering the holiday season. And one of the things that I think is really critical as you start thinking about the holidays, a lot has, has been changing in our society. It feels like things are changing at a rapid pace. Some things I don't like, some things I do like. But one of the things that's really important is tradition. Mm -hmm. And you might have traditions in your family. Oh, yeah. And if you do, do everything you can to preserve them and to pass them down generationally. Yes, you finally got that out. If you don't have traditions that have been in your family, make them. Yeah. And if there's sirens outside when you're podcasting, that's what happens when it's you're not in, the, in the studio. The crowd's, the crowd's just getting a little rowdy. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, it's insane. Well, People are hurting each other to get close to us. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Stay back, folks. <laughs> and please. Stay back. Don't, don't hurt yourselves. And let, make sure the tradition doesn't get expensive. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So yeah. I, started, I did start one a few years ago with my daughters, and it was to have like crab legs. On Christmas every year. I don't it's see the like, problem in this. <laughs> you I don't mean, I'm until you're this. the one who's yeah. pulling, reaching into I'm your I'm going to Darren's pocket. on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Boom, so, baby. I'm getting I'm some crab leg. But they do actually. I mean, it's a great tradition. They they love it. it it's become a thing. and It's just, I, it's, I'm, it's the, the reason why we're talking about this today as we close out is the country has become more secular. Mm-hmm. And... It sometimes somehow now when you tell people Merry Christmas, it is offensive to some. Like there's a lot of things that have changed, but we need to hold on to tradition because it is so important. Tradition is what makes us tradition. Those are the memories that we cherish. Those are the most important times in our lives. So please do everything you can to to preserve those in your family. And uh, folks, we want to remind you in this holiday season, go to lots of parties with people you care about and that you love. But be responsible, drink responsibly, have a designated driver. If you drink uh, half a barrel of eggnog, um, you know, yeah. just take a taxi. Be yeah. smart about it. Uber, Lyft. <laughs> Plenty of options out there. Folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Next week, you don't want to miss it. We are going to have Cliff Enico on the show. He is a 16-time New York Times bestselling author, like crazy. He's he is huge. Yeah. Probably one of the most high-profile guests we've had on the show. And I am so excited to talk to him. We will see you next week. 